Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is David with Prep Consulting Co. Joined with my co-host for life and all eternity, my beautiful Lisa. And tonight we are covering 10 great ways to store food storage in limited space. This is one of the questions we get all the time of how do you store all this stuff? What do you do with it? Where do you keep it so it's out of the way and your home doesn't look like a hoarder's house? So we're going to cover that tonight. We have some great solutions for you. One of my first and foremost favorites is inside couches. Now, wait for it, because when I first told this to Lisa, she was actually against it. But over time, she's come around to it, and it's worked out pretty nice. So basically, underneath your couches, generally there's like a fabric liner, and if that's stapled on, and if you'll just either cut it off or pull it off, Underneath standard couches, not like hide-a-beds or whatever, but just a normal couch, there's a huge open space under your couch that even goes back up sometimes into the vertical space behind the, uh, the backrest of your couch. So under there, we've done, what, toilet paper, paper towels, um, even blankets during the off-season when it's warmer, we'll store um, winter blankets under there. That's been really nice to just get things out of the way for months at a time. You don't want to necessarily put something under there you're going to be lifting the couch up for every week to grab it. But for stuff that you're storing for longer term, it has been an excellent solution. You could even do something like those vacuum pack bags and do... We try and always have the next size up for our kids' clothes so you could vacuum pack them and put them under a couch. That's a great idea, and we've done that with blankets specifically. So the more space, again, you can save, you can use those vacuum seal bags about for almost any of these solutions that we're talking about today. And if you're unfamiliar with those, basically it's a gigantic Ziploc bag, and after you put stuff in it that can be compressed, then you just take your vacuum and you put it over a one-way valve and suck the air out. And it saves a lot of room. The second place to store your food storage is under the stairs. Under the stairs is awkwardly shaped, right, as you have all the steps coming down. And so it's good for smaller items, especially closer to the base of the stairs. So here we've used different things. Here we've stored different things like candles, extra first aid supplies, ammo boxes, ammo crates. And you don't always have to have ammo and ammo crates. They're great heavy-duty, airtight, watertight uh, containers that you can stick stuff in. You can get plastic ammo cans or metal ammo cans of tons of different sizes. Another good thing to put under there is your camping gear, things like that. Again, things that you may not be trying to access every day or every week even, maybe not every month, but it's some space that is sometimes underutilized that you can definitely get some of your food storage or other preparedness items back there. The third one is a false closet bottom. So it's not as cool as it sounds, sorry, but... One of the things that we get asked or I've seen asked quite a bit is how do you store water because water is ridiculously heavy when you have quite a bit of it and we recommend two gallons per person in your home per day for at least two weeks. So that can add up very quickly, right? We have five in our house plus a dog. I say we have five and a half members of our family. 
For all you dog lovers out there, yes, I said it. Our dog is a sub-member of our family. He's a member. We love him and take care of him, but he's not a person. But we'll definitely take care of him with food and water. Don't worry. And uh, so for us, that's roughly 12 gallons for our family a day, right? Because you're going to be drinking it. You drink, especially if you're doing some physical labor, around a gallon of water a day. You're going to wash your hands with it. You're going to cook with it. You may flush the toilet with it. You may be giving yourself a sponge bath with it. And so about two gallons per person a day, that adds up quick. So where are you going to put all this? One of our favorite storage containers that we've talked about in previous episodes is half-gallon juice bottles like apple juice or grape juice. You can use two-liter soda bottles or three-liter soda bottles, but for this, it helps if they're all identical containers. And just as a side note, again, you don't want to use milk jugs because the chlorine will make that plastic fragile and they'll crack and they will leak. Ask me how I know. And yes, plastic will break down and leach into the water over time, rotate it, know that that's a thing, know that we're aware that that's a thing, But we still think using juice bottles and like soda bottles is a great way to store water. Especially if it comes down to it. You could either go thirsty or have a few trace amounts of liquid or plastic in your water. I'll just take having water on hand. you can throw it through the Berkey. Yeah, you can filter it if you want to. Um, Anyway, so get the same of all of those. And you can, what you do is in your closet, you clean out the bottom of it and then you fill the whole bottom of your... Uh, closet with the juice bottles standing up. Then you take a piece of plywood that you cut to the rough size of the base of your closet, and then you just put that over all the water containers. And again, you want identical containers so that way your board will sit flat and you'll have equal pressure across the bottles. And that is a very strong, very sturdy, and still makes the bottom of your closet very usable. Instead of just throwing a bunch of bottles down there or things that are stacked up irregular and awkward, if you use the same bottles, you can get a lot of water down there. Just throw a piece of plywood or something over the top, and then you still have a usable bottom of your closet. And actually in our closets, not all of them, but a lot of them in our house, it has the standard one shelf on the top, you know, and we found that there was definitely room to add another shelf in some of those. And so you double the storage that way or in closets where, you know, you might hang a dress or one thing long, but it's easy to, you know, maybe hang the long part over another hanger and use two hangers to hang something and keep everything about shirt size and then put two shelves below your clothes in a closet is another way that we've maximized vertical space. And you can use that for shoes or you can use it for food storage or you can do both, whatever floats your boat. Or even kind of going along the closet line is we've used, what are those called? Shoe... The shoe organizers? Yeah, shoe organizers that hang from the inside of your closet door. And we have that, and that's what we use inside of our linen closet. And it's not shoes in there. It's just whatever we need to. That's where we put the medicine so it's organized and different things down lower, like pencil sharpener, dog supplies, stuff like that. But it's a great organizer that you can really use. You know, you could, for food storage, you could put seasonings in there. You could put... Uh, different smaller items of bullion or whatever in these... All your tasty extras. All your tasty extras in it so it's organized and you're using that vertical space on the door. 
So just to recap so far, because repetition is key in what locks it in our minds, we have inside the bottom of your couches, under the stairs, and we just did the false closet bottoms or different ideas on the bottom of your closet. The fourth great way to store food storage out of out of sight in a good organized way is the dead space on the side of your closets. So when you open the door, generally there's some dead space on the far left wall and the far right wall. And so inside of those wings, per se, you can build or buy shallow shelving that fits in, right? This is the space when you open the closet, you generally don't see as much. And so again, your food storage or whatever preparedness items you're storing there are kind of out of sight, out of mind, and out of the way, but still you're utilizing that dead space efficiently. The fifth great way to store different food storage items, this isn't geared specifically toward food. You're going to be using food for it. I call it the Cano Cache. But we should be using this for chocolate based on how often our three-year-old gets into my stash. You can hear the sadness in her voice. <laughs> so for the Cano Cache... Um, we recommend that everyone keep some cash at home for emergencies. Generally, we recommend that you work up and save, again, using Dave Ramsey's method, um, of $500 to $1,000. Scrimp, save, sell a lot of the stuff you have to get there, because at least if you're listening to this in America, the vast majority of Americans have so much stuff and whether you take it to a pawn shop or sell it on Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, sell some stuff, get some cash. So again, we recommend 500 to to $1,000. Now, this is what you're going to do. You're going to get one of the just canned food. We've got canned food with the, the pull tab lid. We have different things like artichoke hearts or tomatoes. We have a couple things of beans that all kind of have that soda pop flip tab opening, and then you peel off the whole top. So what we do is we get one of those cans and then we turn it upside down to the bottom and then we use a can opener that cuts the side of the can off. So ours is a Pampered Chef can opener, but I know there's lots of others that cut the side of the can, the side of the bottom of the can off, use the food, eat it, make yummy dinner. You wash and dry the inside of the can and then once it's totally dry, you can take your cash put it inside the can, and then you can just use whatever glue you want and glue the bottom back on. You can put it on your shelf. And that way, this is a good, safe way, unless someone is going through all your cans of beans, that you can keep your emergency cash safe. And then when you want to use it, you just pull that pop tab out, there's your cash, and you can use it for whatever emergency you have. So there's your can of cash. That's number five. Number six is one of Lisa's all-time favorites. So number six is shelves and bins. And we have shelves in our garage pretty much lining the outside everywhere. Our garage is on paper a two-car garage. I don't know who thought two cars would fit in there. Yeah, maybe a car and a moped. <laughs> so we just use that as space. And that's not for necessarily food storage stuff, but that's more for camping stuff, non-perishable food items things like you could do clothes there too you could do toilet paper there um, anything that's not going to be heat and temperature sensitive would be great to go in a garage we have a food storage room we're really lucky that we have a room downstairs that 
we can dedicate to that. And we lined the entire thing with shelves. And then we found a shelf that has, it's made to be used on both sides. So we were able to have like an island in the middle of it and just in the office, like wherever you can put a shelf, you can even do something with an armoire so then it's covered. We did that not with food storage, but with homeschool supplies in our living room. And we did this cute armoire and it just looked like a piece of furniture, but it was really useful storage. And we got the armoire off of um, local classifieds for $50 and we put some shelves in it and it functioned great. And it's one of my favorite pieces of furniture. And then also just bins. I am a huge fan of bins. I like to be able to just toss things in. And so using bins on your shelving or just making the shelving you have go farther, like our pantry is deep. And so I have a set of of bins in the back and a set in the front. And so the stuff in the back is the less used stuff or like the longer term food storage stuff, however you want to do it. And then the stuff in the front is what we use every day. Just looking anywhere that you could put shelving and it doesn't have to be tacky. It doesn't, you know, in our basement where nobody sees, it's not all matched and it's not cute. But in other parts of the house, you can do it in a cute way and it looks great and nobody would know that you've got food storage in there. You can get them at Restore. You can get them online, on Classifieds, like Craigslist. Is that still a thing? <laughs> I think that died. Outside of Utah, I think Craigslist is still a thing. Um, Facebook Marketplace, just ask around, uh, Goodwill, just make use of that vertical space. And going with that, most of our shelving that we have, we, what, maybe $10 a shelf outside the armoire, but usually we've got them between free, 5 and $10. So you don't need to go to Home Depot and drop $80 a shelf. No, 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 no. Yeah, and paint, like chalk paint is your friend with getting shelves and trying to spruce them up. Awesome. Thank you. Number seven is ceiling rack. So in our garage... I just used some two by fours that I anchored to the trusses up at the top of the ceiling and made a couple racks that hang from the ceiling. And we put extra lumber, drywall, chicken wire, screening materials, insulation, and a whole lot more. Gardening stuff. Yeah. So it's just up out of the way. Another thing we did similar to that is for our garage door, the brackets that the, for the track, where up at the top where it's horizontal, I took some boards that I anchored to the wall that rest on the top of that track too. And so as much vertical space as you could use and keep some things out of the way. Number eight is attics and crawl spaces. These are generally for hot storage or cold storage, right? Because the temperature fluctuates so much. You don't necessarily want to put food here, but you can do lots of other items that are not sensitive to temperature. So you'll want to put things also in totes or littage garbage cans, especially maybe metal garbage cans, because that way rodents and stuff won't chew through them and your stuff will still be clean. We use this stuff for sleeping bags, off-season clothing, uh, fuel that you don't need to rotate. That would be something like propane, butane, or kerosene. We do, again, more off-season blankets here, tents, long-term water storage you could put there. Make sure you leave room so in case it freezes, that doesn't crack your stuff. And depending on where you live and what type of crawl space you have, you could put food stuff in there. It's dark. Um, In Utah especially, it is dry where 
I am learning that in other parts of the world, that is not the case. It's kind of a foreign concept to me, this whole high water table and water coming from the sky. I'm not used to it. So if you live in a place where that is an issue for you. Most of the rest of the world. That's that's not going to work for you as well. If you live in a dry climate, that could work great for you. Even if it's a dirt floor crawl space, just make sure you've got shelving and keep things off the ground and you have it in metal containers so rodents aren't going to get to it and if the temperature doesn't fluctuate majorly like it doesn't get 100 degrees because it's deep enough um, that would be a great place to put stuff yeah like lisa just said if it's deep enough then man maybe your temperature regulation down there is really good and you could put down some pallets or stuff on the floor so it's not just right on the dirt if that's the type of crawl space you have Or maybe you could even pour some concrete down there, which is just some small bags, and do like a pad down there so you have something a little more solid. Um, One other thing, again, if it's not wet and things aren't going to get rusty, or maybe you could put them in Ziploc bags or something, is you could put some electronics in these like cold storage spaces too. Now make sure when you store electronics, you take the batteries out because most batteries except lithium batteries, will leak over time. And if that battery acid leaks while it's installed in your electronics, those electronics are often dead and gone because the battery acid eats through them. So make sure you take your batteries out. All right, number nine is another one of Lisa's favorites as we're moving. Okay, so above kitchen cabinets or at the back of kitchen cabinets is a great place. When we lived in apartments... Um, The back of kitchen cabinets was a go-to for us. And the above kitchen cabinets, prepared like a mother on Instagram. If you haven't heard her, you should go check her out. She got these adorable baskets and put them above her kitchen cabinets. So it was all cute. Everything was tucked away and it looked very cohesive. And I I really need to know where she got those baskets because I loved how that looked. And you can put so many things in there. You know, maybe that's not the best place to put your jars of canned peaches. But if you have lighter things, um, you know, if you have mylar bags, if you have spices, if you have just smaller items, maybe that's a better place for my chocolate and that's where I should put it. Um, Then it's still not safe for me, though. You better not touch it. (laughs) But just using that space above your kitchen cabinets or like we already talked about at the back. So just having either something as simple as just having bins that are a little less um, deep than your cabinets. And you can just put a row of cans at the back or you could have a whole other set of bins at the back. Whatever's going to work for you. But just make sure you're using that space and stacking front and back. And number 10 is under beds. Lots of times, because I definitely advocate for at least a year's supply of food for your family living under your roof. Probably a little extra because people are probably going to ask for some and you work out your charity plan or whatever you want to do with that. But you can fit an entire year's supply of food for a person under their bed. So you can get bed risers or you can make bed risers. Or for us, we love our purple mattress, not getting paid for this. We don't get paid for any of this. Are you kidding me? Um, But total shout out to purple mattress because we love theirs. But you can get their purple mattress, what, foundation or whatever. And it's up, what, two feet or something. So we have all that space under our bed that we 
can use for storage. Mostly we just use it for laundry baskets and hide and seek with the kids. But if we needed that space, we could totally use it. And again, if your bed is low to the ground, you can get bed risers, put it under. There's tons of awesome underbed storage ideas all over Pinterest and other places online. So check that out and check for what you can organize under your bed. All right. A bonus tip is you could create a curtain false wall. So you could hang up curtains across the back of a room. Think of kind of like an accent wall look or feel. Make it cute. Then behind that, you could use that to store food storage. And you can, you know, if it's just boxes of like number 10 cans, you could stack that. Or if you wanted to have shelves and have the curtain to back it off, it really depends on your house. But something that we've noticed when we've been house shopping in the past is a lot of houses have huge bedrooms and really tiny living spaces. And we're like, what, what is everyone supposed to be doing? Especially in the master bedroom. Like, what are you doing with all of the space? Like, what do you do in your room that you need this much space? (laughs) So if you have like behind your bed and you're going to do an accent wall, well, maybe make that accent wall some cute curtains. And I know Farmhouse on Boone does a lot of really budget friendly curtain ideas. And she's done a lot of really cute ones out of just drop, drop cloth. And make that your accent wall and then use it as storage instead of just having all of that dead space at the foot of your bed. Awesome. So as a review again, you want to store stuff under and inside your couches, under stairs. You can create a false bottom of your closet and put a two by four over it, store stuff there. You have the dead space on the sides or the wings of your closets that you can put shelving in. You can create your can of cash to keep uh, a safe place to store some cash at home. All of your shelves and bins you can make or buy ceiling racks. You can use your attics and crawl spaces for number eight. Number nine is the back of kitchen cabinets or on top of kitchen cabinets. Number 10 is under your beds. And then the bonus uh, wild card is make a curtain false wall and you can store stuff behind that. So thanks again for joining us. Follow us on Instagram or Pinterest or Facebook. Feel free to email us any questions or comments you have, any feedback you have. We love feedback and questions. Our email is david at prepconsultingco.com. Be sure to share this podcast with those you love and who you want to help get more prepared. And just remember to have a simpler today for a better tomorrow. Tomorrow.